now it's time for our regular Sunday morning feature, Strictly On Track, and we've got uh, Strictly expert Graham Jarvis on the line this week, not in the studio. Graham was involved in the first two series of the production of uh, Strictly Come Dancing and also is an advisor on Dancing with the Stars, so he knows his stuff. Good morning, Graham. Hi there. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you. Okay, it's well... those winter colds, but we've all got those, so excuse any croakiness. Indeed, <laughs> indeed. Anyway, last night we went to the musicals. And yeah. uh, a bit of an opening number there, even Anton and Kevin singing. I wasn't quite so sure about that. Yeah, well... <laughs> It's refreshing to me that at least they are singing live and not using lots of auto-tune techniques and things. <laughs> yes, yes, I know. Yeah, to try to fool the listener, the viewer, but not too much. <laughs> no. Well, well, they had to go, I suppose. Well, yeah. It, it was real. <laughs> okay, yeah. And uh, Craig. Absolutely. A colourful start, I suppose you could say to the to the show, that I'm not sure it, doing musicals, though, is, worked terribly well, not for, I think, for the first three anyway. Yeah, I think there is a danger. Um, I'm not sure how they go about choosing the tracks, um, because some of the tracks weren't the styles that the couples were choosing to dance, and then in the ones where it was that style, but perhaps a bit too fast, they um, didn't change it enough to dance the style themselves and i know it was, it was meant to be musicals but uh, having all the other dancers in the background as well I, f- I think found myself a bit distracted from that from watching you know the actual competition yeah it began to be more of just a general entertainment show didn't it rather than thinking are oh, these two are supposed to be dancing this dance mm. how well are they doing doing it Right, well, shall we start with uh, Chris and Karen? They were first on the dance floor, uh, supposedly doing a, a foxtrot. Yeah, I thought you were going to say, should we start at the very beginning? That's a, that would be a musical way to start. <laughs> it would have been, yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> good one, good thinking. But they were dancing to um, Consider Yourself by Oliver. Uh, that's right, sort of from, uh, from the Oliver musical. And the original um, tempo on this one was uh, pretty fast a foxtrot. A foxtrot normally is around 120 beats a minute. A lot of people dance it about 115. And the original was 135. So I was pretty sure they'd slow it down um, perhaps towards 115, which is quite a drop. They only took it down to about 125, and it varied up to about 130, which is fast. And so perhaps for that reason, the speed of the track there wasn't a lot of foxtrot going on. Yeah, there was a lot of comment on that, wasn't there? Yeah, Bruno said that the foxtrot was was an intermission between theatre acts, and (laughs) Moxie said you wouldn't mention the tiny bit of foxtrot. Um, Craig referred to a bit of polka and gallop. So I I wonder whether they just chosen a track which could be a foxtrot, but left it too fast, and the choreography that Karen did meant that there wasn't a lot of foxtrot in it. So it did seem a bit disjointed. So I wonder whether people all feel, mm, didn't like that. It's a bit yeah. not one thing nor another. Yeah, I came away a bit dissatisfied with that one. I thought, well, you know, where, where is the real dancing? <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I noticed though Bruno said it was a good show, put on the character, which I guess he did, I suppose. He, he did say he enjoyed being a, a showman, didn't he? But uh, nonetheless, yeah. uh, not much fo- foxtrotting around. Even Motsy said, yeah. foxtrot? <laughs> yeah. I thought before uh, the show, I thought um, uh, with Chris, uh, with um, 
with the sort of great costumes and the staging that they were going to do, with Chris being from the um, um, north, you know, being dressed up in the rags, I thought, yeah, they're going to go for a good, you know, that, that show number from the West End and make it look uh, fantastic. And they did that, but this is a show about dancing, supposedly. Um, so I think they missed a trick. I think mm. if they'd have gone, I think it always works well when a couple take a track, which is the style of the dance, and they actually keep that in mind and dance that style. When they start going off, it can work really well and it can go badly wrong. And I don't think I don't think that one worked for me. No, it? no, it didn't for me either. And uh, as, you, as you say, there was too much, I, I guess, showmanship in that, not enough dancing. But uh, I suppose, what do you think of the score? Then they got twenty eight in the in, in the end, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, well, I think that was um, great. And, well, they danced well. I think they're now starting to reward them for dancing with the, you know, technical reasons for the bits that they did. And it's Mm. entertaining. But, I mean, um, out of the remaining ones, that was near the bottom of the heap. Yeah, indeed. Craig managed for six for that, I see, didn't he? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just about. Not, 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 not brilliant. Yeah. Well, let's go on to the uh, the second one then, and it was uh, Alex and Neil, and they were dancing a samba to uh, "Joyful, Joyful" from Sister Act Two. Well, I, I was astonished when I heard that they were going to be doing a samba to "Joyful, Joyful." Um, I thought this track isn't a samba. No. Um, what on earth are they doing? It's a cha cha. It normally runs at about one hundred and sixteen beats a minute. And mm. the samba runs at about 100. Yes, yeah, quite slow, moment. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so you can imagine if you're going to do um, a samba um, to a track which isn't a samba, you've got to imagine all those samba rhythms. So that's your first problem. And the second thing is, as you're imagining these movements you're supposed to be doing, you've got to do it at much faster pace. Mm. Well, they... They looked at the tempo, they took it down from 116 of the original to about 110. So that was a start, but still 10 beats a minute faster, which is 10%. And it's quite a lot to be able to get those moves in. But the biggest thing was the groove, really. Trying to get a samba groove going to something which has got much more of a, yeah. a basic beat was really hard. And it's more gospely. And, you know, again, they, I think, astonishingly, I think... Um, Neil missed a trick there by allowing them to, you know, whether mm. someone else chose it and said you've got to do it, it'll look really good. I don't know. And yeah. also, it's out of all of the choices, this was supposed to be musicals week, and um, Sister Act 2 was the film that this came from, whereas all the others did come from musicals as on the stage. So I'm not sure, again, whether Strictly thinks, well, if it's if it's just related to a musical, you know, if it's the third cousin, cousin second removed <laughs> spin-off, um, you know, sitcom on TV, as long as it came originally from a musical, we're going to mm. uh, allow it. I don't know. Yeah, because Bruno was saying it was choice. it was really street commercial, more hip hop, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, they, you can't do a lot with something which is just you know a samba groove, which is uh, you know in a basic way you might be thinking. None of that. No. No, I was really getting confused by this stage. (laughs) Two dances (laughs) and they both didn't seem right to me. Yeah, yeah, a lot of kazaz, a lot of trying to make it look Mm. big and very colourful. I wrote down, looked awkward. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I think, um, 
Oh, I don't feel good about Alex Neil. I mean, uh, mm. when they're young and she's able to do the moves, it's mm. not like uh, some of the elderly contestants from previous seasons where you no. know, they can barely bend a leg. No. I mean, Alex is a um, footballer, really, um, really capable of doing these things. But here, a really bad groove to do a samba to, bad choice of track. Uh, so I think maybe deservedly just 27 points. Yeah, yeah, bottom. So that, they're at risk this week, aren't they? If, um, they are, if, along yeah, with Chris and Karen. So yeah. I would say that the band did do a token bit of um, samba percussion in the middle, and at that bit, I thought, oh wow, the band's going to kick in and it's going to be saved. But mm. um, no, it was only for a couple of bars, and then they were back to the original, um, more of a cha-cha mm. uh, flavour. Yeah. Well, let's move on to dance number three. And uh, this was uh, Kelvin and Oti. Uh, they were dancing an American smooth to uh, Gaston uh, from Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Yeah, well, the American smooth is good for them because um, you can do more or less whatever you like. And in this case, <laughs> the, <laughs> the basic track in this case was a Viennese waltz. And this track is a Viennese waltz. Um, the problem uh, for a lot of couples would be that it's a very fast Viennese waltz. Um, in my experience, most couples want to slow a Viennese waltz down. So if it starts off with a nominal 180, they'll do it at about 150. But just occasionally you get couples who feel, we can do this, and that's, it. that's what happened last night, because the original run... At about 210, around 210. So I think normally 180, most couples want it slower. And the original runs at 210. So you think, mm -hmm. are they going to um, slow it down? Um, they actually did take it down a little bit, but only to 200. So it was still... It was pretty fast, back. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It worked, though, didn't it? It did. Even on the table. <laughs> yeah, well, the, the, the strange thing about this when I first came across this track was that at some parts in the track it stops being a 3-4 Viennese waltz and goes into a 4-4 time signature. So if you were doing a Viennese waltz to it, you'd be stuck for those sections and perhaps edit them out. Mm. Whereas here, because it was an American smooth, you can get away with that section. And what they did was they put it onto the table sequence where it stopped being a Viennese waltz and went into 4-4 time. And they did a preformed bit in the American smooth and then they were back to the Venus waltz. But they kept up. I mean, he's superbly fit, Kelvin. He's got all the moves. He's obviously got a lot of flexibility. Um, so for them, because it was a big number, a lot of staging and the costume and so on, I think um, it's a pretty good pretty good track for them. I think they, um, it worked well for them. So I think they're, Indeed. they're safe. Yeah, and it was a good lift, I think, before he went onto the table and then uh, ending up swinging from the chandelier. It was all quite showman showmanship it, as well, it, wasn't it? It was. It was good. For a, for a musicals week, mm. I think uh, they did a, a really good job. They yeah. delivered a lot of entertainment. And three of the judges stood up. Obviously not Craig. He would never stand. But <laughs> <laughs> the rest of them were standing up. Now, there was a bit of a dispute with the judges, wasn't there? Because Craig started off saying, excellent characterisation, but the timing was out, needed to be earlier. But all the other three disagreed totally with him on that. Yeah. It's difficult, it's difficult when you've got um, the cutting nature of the TV um, option of watching as we all do because you're just getting seeing how they're moving and then you go to a different view with a camera 
whereas the judges are able to see them in front of them all the time. So if you start in your head counting one, two, three, one, two, three, one, you'll, you'll start getting a feel whether the steps are on time or mm. ahead of time or whatever. Has mm. um, Craig got a metronome under his desk? I hope that's why he doesn't stand <laughs> up. Perhaps it's a treadle. <laughs> Perhaps he's powering the set. Who knows? <laughs> anyway, really good scores, of course. 39, it was Craig on 9, and the others giving them a 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was um, very entertaining and um, pretty tight between the two of them. Mm. And uh, a great great choice of track for an American smoothie news also. Right, well, let's move on now to track number four. That's uh, Karim and Amy. They were dancing a jive to You Can't Stop the Beat from Hairspray. Well, this is a really good choice of track if you're doing a jive. It's um, been used by loads of um, people for jives. I mean, Strictly Come Dancing have used it three times in the past for series um, six, nine, and 11. Um, it, it, the tempo of it originally is 170. Uh, nominal jive is 176. And to my surprise, because the they took the tempo down. Normally, um, really good jivers in the past on Strictly Come Dancing and on Dancing with the Stars actually take it so it's nominal, 176. And that's so that they can really get the snap of the dance and it looks really good because it's a full pout. And uh, as a viewer, you think, how can they be doing this so energetically? How can they move that fast and keep all that snap and life? And I... Although they got really good scores and the judges thought they were brilliant, I felt Kareem looked a bit tired towards the end and wondered whether that's why they'd lowered the tempo to 166. <laughs> right. I don't know, I know he's just a young guy, but it seemed to me that his energy level seemed to be packing up towards the end. He didn't have that sharp snap. Mm. And although one of the judges, was, I think it might have been Bruno, said uh, he's never seen such a good jive on Strictly. Um, there have been loads of really good jives on Strictly. Mm. Um, I, I felt much better than that. Um, yeah, they'd looked apart. The Obviously, again, wardrobe and the set design and all that, great. Mm. Um, and it was a jive. I mean, of the, th- of the three we've spoken about so far, this was a jive. They did jive to it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, perhaps that's why they got top scores. I, I, yeah, I, I think it might have been a factor of, you know, maybe um, the poorer performances at the beginning of the show. <laughs> I think they're just relieved to get something good going. <laughs> yes. But we got a so, 10 out of uh, Craig, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. Although, you know, they said uh, so last week you weren't, you know, what are you going to this week, Craig? I mean, it was a bit of showman. Yes. Yeah, I, I mean, think none it, of us knows uh, what goes on behind the scenes between the producers and the judges. Uh, um, and it is at the end of this day uh, an entertainment show. Um, but uh, they, sh- they should be safe based on the judges' scores with them. But because they ended up in the bottom two, um, perhaps their public support isn't there. Yes, last uh, week, yes. He's remarkable to come back from the dance-off this week and get 40, isn't it? Yeah, and uh, I think, well, they've done well before. I think only one week did Karim make a mistake where, where he, I think it was when he did a quick step. Hmm. And so he, he felt, oh, I haven't done this right and I feel really bad. And so I wonder whether the judges are trying to reassure him that he is really good. 
but it's you know compared to when you want to see a jive a jive should be a track that everybody at this late stage of the competition is thinking oh my goodness that is a jive and i didn't come away thinking that with what they did however this is this our section here is called strictly on track um the track was uh, strictly correct and it was um, it was a really good jive yeah and well executed obviously well, let's go to number five now the last dance was emma and anton they were dancing the charleston to thoroughly modern millen millie rather yeah. another good choice of track i think um yep yeah, well the original runs at about 200 beats a minute and that is quick step territory um when you're in Charleston territory, you're talking more about 250, because it's an energetic and yeah. fun dance. And I think the reason it's fun is you can't do a lot when you're dancing at about 250 beats a minute. <laughs> and so, <laughs> I think, you know, to get your body moved from one position to another at that speed um, is tricky. And so the swivel they mentioned last night... Um, to swivel at 250 is harder than swiveling at 200. And so for some reason, uh, they kept the tempo at more of the quick step one. And I think perhaps that was so that um, Emma could um, do it technically correct. So she didn't get into the awful place where she was um, dropping steps because it was just too quick for her. Yes, yes. Uh, and I think that was probably wise of Anton, who I know is a stickler for tempo, so it's not accidental that he thought, well, we'll do a Charleston to it. What they, uh, the other thing is, because there are a lot of words in this track, if you speed it up, it starts to become a gabble. It's <laughs> obvious that you've sped it up, so you can't just speed it up as much as you want to. You know, you can't say, oh, let's just add more speed, add more speed. So perhaps Anton was sensible to keep it sounding like the proper track and the way they achieved the Charleston was by doing a slight arrangement so they threw in a bit of the classic down, down near the start to give you the trick that this is a Charleston and then by doing the dance I think uh, they they did a really good job so uh, pretty good and I think Anton's got a lot of support because he's doing well he's got a partner that can dance yeah um, he's always popular really Anton isn't he you know got a yeah. nice sense of humour so I think uh, although the uh, the track didn't have the kazaz of the full paced Charleston, I think uh, it was uh, really entertaining. And it was lovely to sort of, you're almost like willing them on. Thinking, come on, Anton, you and your partner can do this. Yeah. Um, and uh, obviously Emma has uh, got a lot of popularity too. So um, I think those two should be safe. I think um, mm. out of them all, definitely Kelvin... And um, O.T., Emma and Anton, I think, are definitely safe. I think somehow, although Chris was pretty low, he's got a lot of support. So I think Chris and Karen could be safe, although they didn't really do the foxtrot. No. Um, Alex and Neil, definitely at risk, I feel. And mm. somehow, it's just something about the way that jive, perhaps Karen and Amy, Karen and Amy um, might be at risk. But um, it should be, if there's any justice, perhaps Chris and Karen and Alex and Neil... Um, yes, obviously, that. yes, yeah. But it's interesting to see how the public votes in terms of the personalities of the dancers and uh, etc. as well. Well, Graham, thank you so much for taking us through Strictly on Track today. We'll just have to see how the dance-off works out, and you're going to be with me in the studio next week. I am indeed. Thank you very much. Thank you, Graham.